Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here for another episode. Thanks for joining me today. Today, I'm excited to talk about how to fight cravings. Before we jump in the show, just a quick word from our sponsor, Puradime.com. My affiliate link is Puradime.com slash Drew Tadia. That's going to be my landing page, and I'm just going to welcome you to what they have going on now. Puradime is a raw plant-based company designed and started by Lou Corona, who's been living a raw food lifestyle, well, his entire life. <laughs> Lou certainly leads by example. This is a fantastic company that's based around probiotics and enzymes. Now, they have a bunch of things going on. They're into exercise, cellular communication, fitness, everything based around health to, to bring you a healthier lifestyle, which I which is what I love about them. So if you want to check out puredime.com slash strewedtadia, I've got all kinds of things going on there that you should definitely check out. So today I want to talk about how to fight cravings because... I had some cravings myself, <laughs> and I don't get cravings very often, which may sound odd, but what may not sound odd is that I'm always eating. <laughs> now, I'm not always eating because I feel like I have to be eating or because I'm always hungry or because I want to speed up my metabolism or for any other reason that I can't think of right now, <laughs> it, but I'm always eating because I always want nutrients in my body. So let's take let's talk about cravings for example. And the people come to me and say, "Oh, I, I was craving so bad I just ha- I just had to have a chocolate bar or I just had to have a bag of chips." Just recently we were talking on one of our private group detoxes and someone was saying, "I'm craving whatever it is so bad I have to have something." So w- here's what happens w- is when we miss a meal, we become more hungry or hungrier. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> we become hungrier and we're looking for whatever is closest to us that we want to consume. And now it's not always whatever's closest to us. Usually we crave a chocolate bar. We crave a bag of chips. or we, it's, it's sugary or salty where our body is, I don't know if I'd say our body's craving it, our taste buds are craving it. What our body is craving is nutrients. So 9.9 times out of 10, when we crave something, it's because we don't get enough nutrients in our body throughout the day, which is why I always preach to eat throughout the day. So here's what usually happens. We don't really have breakfast, or if we have breakfast, we have a late lunch. And if we have a late lunch, we're not, we don't have any food. We don't have any nutrients coming into our body. So we may have a light dinner or a huge dinner. Regardless, we have nothing to eat before we go to bed. And let's say we eat at 5 or 6 o'clock. Then we're hanging around the house watching TV, watching movies. Three, four hours later, we're hungry, but we're told we're not supposed to eat late at night. And then we crave whatever's closest to us. Now, whatever's closest to us is usually unhealthy. So it's prepared. So when we're craving or when we're hungry, when we're hangry or miserable, we want some food, nutrients in our body, we grab something that's quick and easy. Quick and easy is a chocolate bar that's sitting in the shelf, on the shelf. So you tear it open and have a few bites and then you feel horrible then you feel guilty and then it's a downward spiral same thing if you own the pantry you get a box of cookies get a bag of chips whatever it is is usually convenient and it's close and it's going to taste good so what i'm saying is if we don't have craving i mean if we if we always have food in our system if we always have nutrients going through our body we don't crave now i crave very rarely and i'm just want to use myself as an example here so when when i crave something 
I eat it. <laughs> so sometimes I have a bag of chips. Oh, Friday night or if, if a movie movie's happening or if I want to have a treat of something. I usually try to find a bag of chips with cleaner ingredients. Try to support local and eat clean ingredients and, and eat some chips. I usually put it in a small bowl and I have a few, I have a, a couple handfuls of chips and I'm good. Don't get me wrong. They have, there's days that I would do my best to eat a whole bag of chips, feel sick, sit in the fetal position, <laughs> and then be miserable because I just tried to eat a whole big giant bag of chips. Now, that's not usually the case, but it happens. I, I want to be real and, and, and truthful and tell you that you're not alone. You're not the only one, regardless of where you are in health. Everyone, I believe everyone overindulges on some level. Now, for someone that could be what something else could be extreme for someone else, they could eat a whole like a whole bag of chips all the time or every day, or drink a couple two-liter jugs of Coke, or you could go through the drive-through and get far too many cheeseburgers or three Big Macs and do your best to consume all of them <laughs> in one sitting. Everyone has different levels of cheating. I would say I call them cheat meals, and I think it's important to address which one you are. And then find different ways. So find different methods of rele- releasing emotion. So usually someone would say, I'm an emotional eater. So we eat when we're angry, when we're frustrated, when we're lonely, when we're sad, whatever it is. But we can change those cravings. So that's a, first of all, it's a, it's a habit. It's a conditioned response. It's to eat a bunch of junk food or comfort food that we think makes us feel better, but it really makes us feel worse. So I would call it self-sabotage. A past show is called Outer Child with Susan Anderson, and she talked all about your outer child and self-sabotage and everything that goes along with just stuffing your face with whatever's closest, which is usually sugary or fatty foods with a million ingredients, and which basically is we're just throwing toxins inside of our body and treating our body like a garbage can, which is what I said in the, is what I talk about in the love detox and start loving yourself and treating your body like it's the only body you have and loving it. When, I, when I'm talking about how to fight cravings, the very first thing to do is start consuming smaller meals throughout the day. That's the best thing that I can recommend right now is to tell you that usually 9.9 times out of 10 when we're craving, it's because we don't have enough nutrients in our body. And that's difficult for people to understand because they say, well, I have breakfast or I have three meals a day or, or I just had a big lunch and then I crave. Well, let's take, say, for example, this is another condition response. So let's say, for example, we have lunch and then we're used to having a chocolate bar after lunch. Our body starts to expect a chocolate bar or sugary, flavorful after lunch. That's a conditioned response. I talked about this in a previous show. I don't know which one it was, but I was living in Australia, and I had a friend that gave me a whole garbage bag full of mangoes. <laughs> so I would eat a mango after every meal. So when the mangoes would start to slowly, I would eat all. I ate all of them, so they'd slowly. I would start to ration them. So then I would not have one at lunchtime, and I'd save one for dinner time. So I would expect something sugary and sweet and mango-like <laughs> after lunch. And then, I, then it would turn into not every dinner. It would be every other dinner because, again, I was rationing, and I loved these things dearly. <laughs> I love mangoes, fresh mangoes, not mangoes from a grocery store because they take no, nothing like fresh grown from your neighbor's tree. But anyways, I ex- my taste buds expected that sugary, flavorful mango flavor after a meal because I was conditioned for that. That was a habit that I created. So let's say, for example, you're having lunch and you're used to having a bag of chips after lunch or you have an orange and a granola bar and your bag of chips afterwards or a chocolate bar, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. 
I'm just saying that you condition yourself for that. So that's not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call that a craving. I would just say that's something that you're used to. That's one of your habits. If you were looking at just craving, for example, if we just have to pay attention to when we're eating food. So if you're craving any, if you're craving at, between lunch and dinner, there's a good chance you should have food <laughs> and you should, I, I would highly recommend having some kind of snack meal in between lunch and dinner. If you're craving, I think I'm not quite sure if I mentioned this in another show, but something that's hard for people to understand is when I say you should have a meal after dinner. It should be a snack meal. should be easy to digest, but you should eat before dinner because that will prevent you from eating high sugary fatty foods. And that's exactly what we do. It makes absolutely no sense to me. So what we do is we put all, all day we increase our metabolism by eating food, by exercising, by consuming water, whatever it is. We increase our metabolism to burn body fat. And I talked about this in another show, actually. It's called Boost Your Metabolism. But we work towards increasing our metabolism all day long. And then at the end of the day, we say, no more food. <laughs> We're going to stop eating because everyone says you're not supposed to eat late in the evening. You're not supposed to have a giant steak in the evening and then try to watch your body digest that after 10 o'clock in the evening. You're not supposed to eat a bag of chips or chocolate bar or cookies or whatever it is. Crackers are usually full of toxins. Sorry to burst your bubble on <laughs> cracker lovers, but usually hard to find good crackers that are clean. And clean. When I say clean, I mean with a few ingredients that are healthy for you. So it's hard to find crack. Anyways, it's hard to find crackers, and it's hard to not crave. <laughs> it's hard to not crave if you don't have some food in the evening. So then we go to bed hungry, and then we get up in the middle of the night, and guess what happens? We head straight to the pantry because we can't sleep, and we need something to occupy our minds. And that's something else is when we. That's another condition habit, by the way. If you're sitting there in the evening and you pick up a bag, I don't know why I keep using a bag of chips. A bag of chips is usually my weak weak spot. <laughs> I like to eat chips when I'm craving or when I'm uh, Friday night, whatever it is. And if I'm if I have a bag of chip, if you have a bag of chips there, every time you turn on a movie, again that's a condition response. So we need to do something different. We need to change. So the first thing that I talked about was consuming meals throughout the day. It's very important to get more nutrients in your body. I look to quality. Look to better quality foods. So if you're having a box cereal for breakfast, it's usually those are usually not the best choice. I would suggest you know hot quinoa, granola oats, whatever it is, could be eggs, avocado, you know, some some good substance, good quality. Then we can look at lunch. I, mean, I always recommend starting with three meals a day and then adding to that, then adding a snack in between and adding a snack in the evening. Not all at once, mind you. Now, this is could be a month. It could be a month. could be two months, depending on where you're at and how you work and what your habits already are when you get started. It's important to make small progressive steps which are going to be sustainable changes in your life to work toward healthier cha- healthier choices, healthier changes. So the next thing is when, when I talk about how to fight cravings is always have something prepared in the fridge. You should always have some kind of meal slash snack meal in the fridge prepared, something that you want to eat, <laughs> not something that you're like, uh, I don't want to eat that again. I don't want to warm that up or I just had that. You should always have snack, some kind of snack food Again, snack food slash meal in the fridge so you can grab it and eat it. It could be a salad. It could be could very well be leftovers from a couple nights ago if you're a leftovers person. I'll eat leftovers all day. <laughs> I have no problem with leftovers. I think that we make it very difficult on ourselves when we say, oh, I don't eat leftovers or I don't want to. So by having leftovers in your fridge or cooking larger portions at lunch or at dinner time, you always have something prepared in the fridge. Now, it could be something that's not a meal. 
It could be prepared. It could be a bunch of chopped up vegetables and you have hummus or tzatziki sitting in the fridge. So that's going to be a quick snack meal, for example. You could have homemade granola bars sitting in the freezer or fridge. That's a great snack meal. Baking is one of the most difficult things to teach people, that you can consume baking that tastes good and has healthy ingredients and not feel guilty. The hardest part is teaching them how to not feel guilty. So if you go to exploringmindandbody.com slash free ebook or exploringmindandbody.com, it's all the same. You go to the front page on the top tab, there's going to be free ebook. If you click on that, you can subscribe to my newsletter. Now that newsletter is my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning. Recipes, videos, I put my radio shows on there. Everything, my current content goes on there with that subscription. Mind you, you can unsubscribe at any time if you don't like the content coming at you. You're going to get a free recipe ebook that talks about all kinds of healthy baking and healthy substitutes, healthy snacks. So it's perfect for you to download and go through them so you so you know you have healthy food in the house. And they're going to be easy recipes, easy to understand, easy to read, easy to prepare. The granola bar recipe and their granola is absolutely to die for. And I haven't had one complaint or one person that said, meh. I don't like that very much. <laughs> so I highly recommend you trying the granola recipe yourself. But anyways, always having prepared food prepared in the fridge is very important. So number one is to eat smaller meals throughout the day and continue to consume food throughout the day. Not only does that increase your metabolism, but it also keeps you from craving. So when we are craving or when we're hungry, I believe we're hungry, and then that hunger turns into a craving because we, it takes such control over us and it's all we think about. So now we want a chocolate bar instead of getting to the root of the issue, and that was consuming nutrients that our body really needed. So the next one is going to be consume nutrients. Or sorry, the first one is consume small meals throughout the day. The number two is going to be always have something prepared in the fridge. And number three, my third tip here before I let you go is have healthier options in the house so many times i guess if you really want to go back a step you could say stop putting low quality foods in your house stop buying them we should never have coke in our fridge i mean that's talk it's the most toxic thing i can think of right now <laughs> but you know so i understand so many of us consume it then we have chips and crackers and chocolate bars like that stuff if it's not in the fridge if it's not in the house there's a small chance we're going to get in our car and drive down to the corner store or to the grocery store. And I know you may be sitting there thinking, well, I'd do it. <laughs> if my craving was bad enough, I'll get in my car and drive to the store just for a chocolate bar, which is fine. I'm not saying that'll never happen. I'm just saying that's less of a chance that you will if it's not in the house. So the next thing is having quality food in the house. Say, for example, when I say to chocolate lovers, I say, you can eat chocolate. Just make sure it's a better quality chocolate. So it could be organic ingredients. It could be fair trade. It could have few ingredients. If you have a dark chocolate, for example, is much healthier than milk chocolate. You want to read the ingredients. Look for ingredients that have, that have, first of all, less ingredients, ingredients that you can read and have less toxins in them. Now, usually these chocolate bars cost two or three times as much money as the 99-cent Snickers <laughs> that has horrible toxins in it. It has probably 50 ingredients. I would guess 25 to 50 ingredients, three-quarters of which we, you and I would likely not be able to read without a magnifying glass and or a dictionary so you know i think that when someone says you eat cheese cheese is another one like craving cheese i love cheese especially we're talking about we're in this vegan detox and there's a few people that are saying well i love cheese what can happen to cheese <laughs> so 
personally, I've never been a cheese person. But let me come back to that. When your better quality chocolate bar costs three times as much money as your low quality chocolate bar, I love this quote when it says, you shouldn't ask why your healthy food is so expensive. Ask why low quality food is so cheap. And, and just think about that for a second because low quality food, they put the least expensive <laughs> quality type of ingredients in them. Sure, they taste great. You could put cocoa and sugar in just about anything if it's a, enough of it in the right ratios you know, or, or put a little more sugar in and some food coloring and you could turn anything into something delicious. I'm guessing. <laughs> Maybe. Most things. Most food type things. But just think about that for a second. They put the low quality, the lowest quality of ingredients in something and that's why it's the cheapest because it's cheap to put low quality foods together. I know this firsthand from Creating Complete Truth Protein. My product costs more money because the ingredients cost more money. There's no way to lower the price unless I ordered billions of pounds <laughs> of ingredients or, or start to find the cheapest suppliers possible, which lowers my quality of product, and I won't do that. So that was chocolate bars for a second. If someone asked, someone asked about chips the other day, he said, well, usually we want something salty or sugary, but usually if it's a chip, it's salty and crunchy. So you could look at kale chips, for example. And I know it's not the exact same thing. Trust me, I'm a chip person. I know, but many times we just want something to munch on while we're watching TV. Something salty and crunchy. Many times it doesn't matter what it is, as long as we're doing something with our hands and our mouth while we're watching TV because it's a developed habit. Not too long ago, you weren't able to buy kale chips, and you can, but you can now. So if you don't want to do the whole dehydrating thing, they cost a little bit more money. But again, look at quality first and have kale chips on hand instead of looking for potato chips or low-quality chips with hundreds of ingredients. And when I was so I, when I was talking about cheese, I said I'm not really a cheese person. Personally, for the most part, I eat for nutritional value. So I could eat just about anything, <laughs> or talk myself into eating it if it has good quality nutrients or nutritional value in it. I know this is going to be hard for some of us to believe, especially because of how we're raised with um, dairy and milk and calcium and protein, but cheese has very little nutritional value, so I don't consume cheese. Now, this is my own decision, so don't get upset because I don't choose to consume cheese. I also believe that I found myself nasally or maybe allergic or intolerant to cheese. When I would have cheese on my pizza, I would find myself a little nasally. Then I would stop eating cheese less nasally. <laughs> Crazy. So when people come to me and they say they're they're craving cheese, you know, what should I do? I should I tell them, you know, you should have you should have more nutrients in your diet. You're lacking something. But then I say, look at nutritional yeast. You, nutritional yeast is a cheese. It's a cheese flavor. Now anything like let's say kale chips, for example, it's not like potato chips. Nutritional yeast has a cheese flavor, but it's not like cheese. Same thing with dark chocolate and a chocolate, 99 cent chocolate bar on the rack. It's not going to be the same, but your, your taste buds change, your body changes. And like I was talking about habits, you can start to develop different habits, like the mango story I told you about. The same thing with chips. You can start to crave kale chips. I promise you that. With milk chocolate, I used to love milk chocolate. I don't touch it anymore. Someone, we went and stayed at, used that Airbnb that I talked about a number of shows ago, and one of our hosts left a milk chocolate bar on the table. I thought that was super nice of them. I haven't had milk chocolate in a while, so I broke off a piece, and they started chewing it, and it was horrible, <laughs> simply because I haven't had milk chocolate in forever. I eat dark chocolate now for nutritional benefits. So that's how our taste buds can change, and it was, it was even surprising to me because I know how my ch taste buds have changed, but I haven't realized how long it's been since I had milk chocolate, and I really 
couldn't remember the last time I had it. So that's why it's important to let your taste buds change and adapt and move forward into a healthier manner because they will change and you can develop better habits. So real quick, if you're craving, look to nutrients in your body that you're putting in throughout the day. Are you putting in nutrients every couple hours? Are you finding snack meals? Are you having at least three meals? So think about that for a second because you may be craving in the evening and I want you to have a meal in the evening. I know that's crazy to conventional thinking, but it's not. <laughs> it makes complete sense, at least to me, that instead of cra- instead of not e- eating a meal for three hours before bedtime, have a small snack meal that's healthy, and it's, you're going to stop craving those sugary, fatty foods in the evening. So number two is always have something prepared. Have something prepared in the fridge. So when you are hungry, if you missed a meal, for example, or if you didn't have your snack meal, if you need nutrients in your body, if you need a little boost of energy or you're looking for some flavor whatever's going on with you have a prepared meal in the fridge so you can just pull it out and eat it you're not looking in the pantry for something that's easy and convenient i guess and then the third thing is make sure you have healthier options in the house whether it's kale chips dark chocolate whatever things that you love to have whatever your cheat meals are have something that's kind of like it and remember this is a conditioned response so it could be a mood or it could be emotions or it could be celebration, whatever it is. I said, you know, I said Friday night, we usually, I would grab a bag of chips. Now, that, that isn't always the case. I was just using that for example. That does happen. But instead of going out, so for example, when I say we, I changed my habits on Friday night or Saturday night, instead of ordering a pizza, I'd make pizza at home. Or instead of going to, I was going to I'd say fast food, but I haven't had fast food in, in quite some time. But if you're used to going out for dinner, what I like to do is make an original dish that you may not have time for during the week. That may be that's something that you may not have had for couple for weeks or months or something that's a little maybe even a little more expensive. Treat yourself because you're worth it. And if you prepare food at home, it's going to be a lot cheaper than going to an to an expensive restaurant. So those are all those are all conditioned responses. So like I said, Friday night, Saturday night. If it's a weekend, if there's more time. Try to have something different. Spend some more time in the kitchen or do your best to start to developing better habits around nutrition and fitness and lifestyle. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Just want to thank you for being here for this edition. Thank you for checking out How to Fight Cravings. I would love a review on iTunes. I haven't asked for one for a while. And it, those mean a lot. They really do. An honest review to, to let me know how I'm doing with the show, how I can improve it maybe. Or And you know what? iTunes is a giant search engine. So the more times the show is listened to and downloaded and more than anything reviewed and commented on, the more the show can move up in rankings. So I would love for my show to reach a bigger audience, get more downloads, have more people tuning in. And all that is decided on you, which is cool about iTunes. So every single one of your vote counts. If you say, oh, I can't really make a difference or I really don't have time for this or it's not really going to change anything, I'm here to tell you it will and it can because every single person makes a difference in in the whole iTunes. So every time you click on Exploring Mind and Body, you're only allowed to review one time, I believe. But if you review it, I do have the opportunity to move up in the ranks and that means a lot to me. So thank you for that consideration. And then lastly, I'm doing online coaching. So I do that through Skype and email. And it's not as weird as you might think staring at someone on a computer screen. I've been doing that for quite a while now and seen some fantastic results. So we look at nutrition and meal planning, ingredients, all that we help you out with. And then I look at fitness, lifestyle, habits, environment, and just help you work towards reaching your goals so you can live a healthier lifestyle. And that's it. 
Thanks, thanks again for being here. We'll catch you on the next one. True Farm Life.